Sexy ladies, it's your boy. No, never mind. Um, everybody, please immediately forget that I said that, or else I'm gonna be really sad and disappointed. Good evening. No, that's even worse. Um, hello, buddies. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Cry, You're So Sexy. Or should I say, having received some constructive... I really apologize to the dogs in the background. But having received some constructive criticism, should I say, welcome back to Don't Cry, You're So Sexy, Aha! The coolest new podcast in town. These dogs will not shut up. I'm just gonna give them a minute. Yes, I'm back. Um, As I was saying, I'm so thankful to everybody who's been tuning into the podcast over the past week. It means so much to me. And so basically, I'm hosting this podcast on Anchor, which is like Spotify's podcast platform. And they give you like stats about your podcast like every week. And this week I found out that I found out where you guys are listening from and what the age groups are. And it's really exciting to see people who are listening outside of you know where my absolute best friends live which means that more than five people actually care about the podcast which is just crazy to me but like shout out to somebody who's listening in germany somebody who's listening in hong kong in canada none of my besties live there but like if you're listening i'm so thankful like thank you i know aditi is listening in ireland like she's literally the only one listening in ireland so i'm really thankful for that i'm so glad that you guys are listening and when i looked at the age demographics like 90 percent of my audience is between the ages of 18 to 22 which really makes sense but there's like one percent of my audience which is between the ages of 45 to 59 and it's like either my mom is secretly listening to this podcast or it's probably one of my teachers who follows me on instagram (laughs) hi hi thank you so much for listening it's been so overwhelming and so gratifying to receive your responses and your feedback over the past week one of the main feedbacks was (laughs) that i should say the word aha after i said the like the podcast title so i did that today another response was that my voice doesn't sound like my own which i actually agree like i'm still like finding my groove with this whole recording equipment thing i was so surprised and i was so happy that a lot of you guys could actually relate to what i talked about in the last episode about passion projects and how you guys really feel the same way about a lot of things that you do I know somebody commented on the Instagram but then deleted their comment where they were like the way I don't even have a passion project and I just want to say like that's okay like the whole point is that you should not have to force a passion project and like it'll come to you it'll honestly don't try to force it don't try to do something just for the heck of it just because other people are doing it or you're just gonna end up feeling miserable or you're gonna be embarrassed of yourself in like one year which happened to me. But I'm not gonna talk about that today. Um, my friend Ojas also sent in a voice note. The platform that I'm hosting on Anchor. Also, this is not sponsored by them. Like I've already talked about them like twice in the past five minutes. But yeah, you can send in a voice note that I can put on the podcast. And it can be like a part of the audio on the podcast. So Ojas sent a voice message or a voice note. And I am 
excited so i'm going to try and find yeah yeah right i love the podcast i just think that you could probably shorten the message even further than live laugh love i think you could go to yolo and it would be even cooler than live laugh love yes Plus you wouldn't feel like a shady white woman so that is true that. that is true the entire goal of one's life should be to not sound like a shady white woman i completely agree with that okay i have a more serious contribution to make here uh, than just telling you to say yolo but yeah so i think that i really don't like the definition that google gave you for a passion project i think a passion project is you know anything that like aligns with your interests and something that will give you satisfaction so like if, if i like don't know examples because i don't have any passions but like no. you know what i'm saying like i don't think it has to be something that you you're monetizing or that's an enterprise it's just something that aligns with your interests and is something you put work and effort into because you enjoy those things like it can completely be for self satisfaction i don't see the need for it to be like an enterprise i totally agree i feel like oris explained it better than me in like literally a 40 second voice note and i made you guys listen to like a 30 minute episode about it i'm sorry about that oris is more eloquent than i am i yeah, i just really feel like this whole like you know ambience circuit of like oh my god like these kids who have like 50 different passion projects really make you feel like you need to be a small business owner to um have like a qualifying passion project but um yeah apart from that i totally agree and so many of you guys also seem to agree with like the culture around passion projects and how it just makes us feel guilty if we're not doing something like fast or you know at the time that we're supposed to be doing it like again coming back to the point like you're not supposed to have quote unquote like air quotes supposed to have a passion project at any point in your life like it's just if it happens it happens and if it doesn't that's like completely fine no situation is better than the other it's something that you can be completely neutral about according to me um yeah those are my remaining thoughts on passion projects capitalism sucks guys you will find out more about my you know leftist um, leanings as we go ahead with the podcast so if you're right winger you can stop listening now but um yeah i'm serious i'm serious about this one so yeah like we'll find out more about that later but currently i just want to say that capitalism sucks and yeah it makes you believe shit that isn't true so yeah fuck it Okay, so it's time for some life updates, guys, because I thought I, it would be a nice segment to include in the podcast because it basically just fuels my main character complex. So why not, right? Um, life updates. So Prince Philip died this week and um, I have a lot of feelings about it. Like when I immediately heard that he died and I, you know, felt like, like, oh my God, really? Like I was like, I won't say excited, but I was like, hmm. okay like that you know that was my reaction and i felt kind of bad about it you know because somebody has died but then i was like this dude literally he was he was literally a colonizer i'm sure you guys have heard this take on twitter like multiple times in this week and by the time this episode comes out you're probably going to be tired of hearing it but yeah like this guy was a literal colonizer and i should really not be feeling bad about it as somebody whose family has been affected by the partition and shit like that like yeah like as a south asian person as a non white person to be honest i should not be feeling bad about his death right and like it's been so horrifying to see people this is crazy okay so this dude i'm pretty sure he's a white dude um from king's college london has a meme page and it's called king's college lolden very original 
and um, he literally went bad shit crazy after prince philip died and so the student newspaper wrote did this segment on their instagram where they were like what do you think of prince philip's death and you know they shared their responses of about like how students are feeling about him dying and obviously you not know, everybody was feeling sad about it like and they were like you know you shouldn't be feeling sad about it because he was a little colonizer and these are like people of color whose families have probably been subjugated to colonialism and what not because of you know prince philip's family he got so enraged like this meme page guy got so enraged that um roar was putting that content up on their instagram that he was like i'm declaring a war against raw news and then he he literally yeah he just like deleted all the memes or he archived all of the memes and he has probably posted like hundreds so he archived all of the memes on his page he made his profile photo a black and white photo of the union jack and he made his bio a day we remember or like a day to remember or some shit like that and the only post he has on his profile then is like this post about prince philip and how we should be mourning him and blah 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 and then he's you know putting all these stories up about how he's basically like a white supremacist you know because he's posting all of these racist memes and shit and then he's posting a lot of like you know prince philip posts and he's like yo he did a service to this country he was studying in king's college london and the monarchy established this institution so if you don't like it you can go study in soas and personally i would love to study in soas but they just don't offer a linguistics course so that's kind of sad but um then he said like the monarchy has brought forward humanity and has done so much for countless generations and blah 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 and oh my god this is and then he was literally questioning roar's journalism and roar is a student newspaper like i write for them that's a different thing altogether but like they've literally won multiple student awards right this guy who runs king's college lolden and is literally having a meltdown because people of color dare to express their opinion i think that day he just took it as a free pass to post the most misogynistic ableist shit on his stories it was really sad to see it was kind of pathetic and it was also terrifying because this is literally just like a a university meme page like i would expect the least amount of new ones from a page like that and yeah they feel like they're entitled to give all of these hot takes on you know things and like basically just like shutting up people of color who may have an opinion which is not exactly the same as this white guy and then there were also people of color right like my friends in delhi not my friends but like people like mutuals or locals or whatever i don't know what they called who were like ah oh, thank you for your service prince philip and i was like really like what service did he do to your family rip prince philip you were a real one and all of that coming from people who he probably called like a i don't know like a drug addict or like oh you only eat curry or some shit like that he probably he probably said something like that right so yeah these people are like ah oh, defending his honor and stuff and i'm like okay you know what i'm just not going to engage in discourse anymore i am no longer going to have nuance about anything literally just like colonizer empathizers that rhymes and that's kind of cool but yeah that's that's what i had to deal a lot with over the past week so that was kind of shit i bought a t-shirt and it's yellow 
the website it had photos and it was like a pale like a lice yellow but when i actually got it it's like an orangish yellow and when i wear it i literally look like a mcdonald's employee so i don't know how i feel about that but i'm still probably gonna keep it because they don't have any other sizes available in that style and um yeah i'm just gonna wear it for the memes and i got tested for covid yesterday or was it day before i don't remember day before yeah not because i have any symptoms or like i was in contact with a contaminated or like what is it called infected person or anything it's just i want to be safe friends because i live with my grandparents and everything so yeah just trying to be safe up in this bitch the kumbh mela has happened you know the kumbh mela has happened so that's also been frustrating so yeah i thought it'd just be best to like fucking get tested i don't have my results yet so if i'm positive i'll probably be recording the next episode in self isolation that's going to be fun but i really hope that i'm negative obviously so yeah with that friends i think we can get right into it like i'm sorry you've probably this is like 18 minutes as far as i can see right now but when i edit it it's probably going to come down to maybe 15 or you know 12 to 15 minutes and i'm sorry you've had to listen to me rant about meaningless shit for the past 15 minutes that's on me but now we can get right into it and the topic for today's episode is my silly little rules what i mean by these rules basically is just like these dumbass rules my brain will make up to try to like get me to do something or to like not get me to do something and i put like a small example on my instagram stories when i was asking you guys what do you guys want me to talk about on this episode and i said like the fact that i am a 20 year old now and my brain still says that i can't wear nice clothes at home like what the hell is that like if a t-shirt or something about is nice i will not wear it at home because yeah just that mentality that nice clothes are this are reserved for outside and this mentality literally in a pandemic How, why do i want to make myself so miserable like i'm going to be staying at home anyway why can't i wear nice clothes while doing it and that's just kind of frustrating so i made an entire episode about you know similar thoughts that my brain has and wondering you know whether you guys also have these same thoughts so yeah to start off i don't feel like these are like ethical or moral rules like it's not like a fucking bro code where i can't date my friends ex or like or some rule about like respecting your elders or some shit that's not what these rules those are not serial rules those are like i feel those are bigger rules with more nuance behind them these are just like dumb rules which exist for no real reason so like they're a combination like i said of like both restrictive stuff and impulsive stuff so it's going to be restrictive in the sense that I will be trying to stop myself from doing some things like you know wearing those nice clothes or maybe I don't know making three coffees in a day or you know when there is no real reason like okay maybe the coffee thing has a health reason but like I'm only going to get older after this you know like right now I'm in my prime so I should be doing as much dumb shit as I can get away with so yeah like there's no reason for me to not drink three coffees a day yeah stuff like that like i just stop myself from i don't know like if i really want to inculcate a habit of like journaling or something or like reading before bed at night um you know the logical thing to do would be to keep a book or a journal and a pen on my bedside table but i just will not do that i will not do that because i 
have a silly little rule in my head which is like you cannot keep your books or you cannot keep stationery on your bedside table because your bedside table is only meant for one plant um a handkerchief maybe and yeah your multivitamins and that's it nothing else can be kept on the bedside table and you know that's how my brain works and it really sucks because then because of my serial rule i can't inculcate like a good hobby as i should be able to if i was a normal person but um yeah i have that thing so that's an example like a thing that i've noticed with these rules is that they will literally make my life miserable and just like even though they're like really silly and dumb they will still guide my life in really really annoying ways and i just don't understand why like okay another one is you cannot wash your hair two days in a row like you can't wash your hair you have to leave like a days gap between washing your hair and that doesn't really help me at all because i literally have an oily scalp i'm sorry this is tmi but ideally i should be washing my hair every single day and multiple people have told me i watched a brad mondo video and he said that it's okay if you want to wash your hair every day that's fine but i literally still will not do it because my brain is like no you cannot wash your hair every single day that's gonna damage it even though there is no evidence that suggests that that is the case i will still follow that dumbass rule another place where i frequently experience my brain doing this dumb thing is whenever it comes to like working out i used to enjoy working out at some point last year and um after that point i literally got over it I just would not be able to get myself to work out anymore. So the excuse that my brain would give in the form of a serial rule was that um you cannot work out on day that you have to wash your hair. Sorry, on the days that you don't wash your hair because then it's going to get oily and sticky and you can't wash it that day. So you know it's going to be oily and sticky the entire day and that's annoying. So you know you should not work out on you can only work out on alternate days. and then on alternate days i won't feel like working out you know on the days i have to wash my hair so i just don't do it it's a vicious cycle i can literally nip in the bud by choosing to wash my hair every day but i will just not do that because that's just how my brain works and yeah that's another dumb way in which i make my life miserable and I, there is nobody to blame for this except me it's all my fault and i can still not fix it I just realized that my AC is off, and that also made me think about another silly little rule I have. I can't even say the word "silly little rule" properly. Silly little rule. I'm sorry that I had to enunciate that to prove to myself that I can actually say them properly. But yeah, the another silly little rule. I <laughs> fuck. Another silly silly little rule I have is that I cannot turn on the AC during the day until it's at least mid May. So you know, even if I'm sweating and stuff in the middle of the day, you know, because climate change and you know that's not how the weather in Delhi works anymore. You know, it's really hot right now. It's probably like forty degrees outside. Um, I will still not turn on the AC during the daytime because you can only turn on the AC at night time. I don't know why. I think this. I probably think this because you know, as a kid, we would turn on the AC at night time because you know it was cooler during the day then, and. I've just been really conditioned by the environment to follow this rule, but now that we're having climate change, I'm still following this rule and feeling miserable about myself. Even though I'm probably saving electricity, so that's good. Yeah, I have no idea why I'm doing this, but I am doing this, so that's there.
so in that way i feel like so many of these rules can be influenced by our childhood and it's a lot of childhood conditioning that goes into it and you know like you were taught certain rules as a kid so that you i mean aren't an absolute riot and so that you are an easy child to bring up um in my little experience with children i feel like that's a valid concern for parents to have because bringing up a brat is would be my worst nightmare personally so you know your parents don't want you to become brats so they impose these rules on you such as you can't have ice cream on weekdays or you can't have junk food on weekdays junk food is only meant for um the weekends and you know no pizza on weekdays or anything you can't go out on the weekdays you we can only go out on the weekends that's why i feel like weekdays can be so shitty sometimes even though you, you can have free time on your weekdays you will still not want to do anything fun because you've been conditioned and by you i mean me because you've been conditioned to um literally hate the fucking weekdays so the only fun you can have is on the weekends yeah i've always been a friday lover always always been a friday lover i was born on a friday yeah another very narcissistic thing of me to say but isn't this podcast a narcissistic thing of me to do anyway so yeah um there's that right i really feel like it's a childhood thing and i mean those were okay rules to have as a kid because your parents wanted you to be an easy kid but now that you're an adult you kind of have control over your own life and it doesn't really matter um you can have ice cream on the weekdays you know who's stopping you you know literally literally nobody is stopping you like it's just a mental block that you have that you have to have for on the weekends and i feel like it can be so pressurizing to put all of that all of those expectations on that one or two days in the week where you're supposed to have the time of your life whereas i feel like if you are you know taking consistent rest and treating yourself consistently that's so much better for your mental health and for your like working capacity or whatever don't want to sound like a capitalist or whatever but yeah i think it's so much better for you and so much better for your mental health but we still just put all of that on the weekend which is kind of sucky so i mean yeah if you guys can eat ice cream every day you know just have one little spoon or one little cup or i don't know one little tub of ice cream every day do that you know it's good for you and don't put too much pressure on the weekend to give you all the fun in your life and yeah oh my god i see it now I literally hate Saturdays. I love Fridays, but I hate Saturdays. And Saturday, I think when I was living with my family, is supposed to be the one day of the week where you go out and you do a lot of fun things. But whenever I'm alone, whenever I'm living alone, I hate Saturdays because I don't know what to do on a Saturday. Like it's supposed to be this really fun day where we do all the fun things and we break all the rules, you know? When you're an adult living in a pandemic and you can't see your friends or you don't have friends, Saturday the risk sad like you expect so much from that day and it provides you with nothing so you just aimlessly scroll through TikToks for four hours straight and watch something dumb on Netflix that you don't even want to watch and probably eat ramen or something and that's the tea on Saturdays when you're living alone I'm not going to go off on a rant about maybe somehow these dumb little rules are also affected by you know just the way the world works and everything and i'm going to get too philosophical with this one but i really do feel that we could be a little bit better off if we just didn't have these dumb rules in the first place because they make life so miserable for us and we deserve to be happy oh my god another serious rule 
and i feel like this is a silly little rule that everybody has not everybody i mean but like most people might have is that you have to have three meals a day have three whole meals a day and that's it and i actually learned that this was not how humans are supposed to you know what let's fucking make this philosophical i already said 5 seconds ago that i wasn't going to do that but you know that's where we are right now so i read somewhere that humans are not supposed to i think it was an article about both food and sleep so you know how it's like you have to have three whole meals a day and you have to um sleep for eight hours at night both of those things are absolute bullshit you're supposed to have five meals a day and they're all supposed to be like snacky meals like you're supposed to you know not like fuel yourself up you know for an entire like eight hour shift or whatever you're supposed to you know just like be giving your body some intermittent energy that it needs that's how the early humans and shit lived you know and you know they were nice people i guess so they were healthy probably um and we are also like humans were supposed to do that they were not supposed to have three whole meals a day and i swear to fucking god i don't care how heavy a british breakfast is that shit should be illegal it should be illegal to be able to have that amount of like fried food in the morning like doesn't that make you want to go right back to sleep i'm sorry but i just cannot like fucking hash browns in the morning my god the west is ruining everything the west is really ruining everything um yeah the most i can do in the morning is like chai and biscuits or like an avocado toast with a banana you know something like that i'm trying to i'm probably going to try and get into oatmeal maybe because you know i'm trying to be a wellness queen these days i started using tahini sauce and putting it in everything yeah i also started eating kimchi before every meal because apparently it's good for your gut we're also not supposed to be sleeping for eight hours straight we are supposed to be sleeping for two or three hours across the day so like you're awake for five hours then you take a two hour nap and then you're awake for another five hours and you take a two hour nap blah, blah blah like that so i don't know my math isn't really good but i think you end up taking some like five no not five yeah i think five naps no not five i think it's gonna be more like three three naps a day humans are not supposed to be sleeping for eight hours and then you know just be awake for the next 16 hours like i literally if you think about it that's really not how it should work like it should not i think it's definitely supposed to be more of an intermittent thing i think that's how nature intended it to be but we are just ruining our bodies and our entire um systems and the body clock and the digestive clock i don't know if there is one but i think we're ruining everything because of capitalism and this literally happened yeah let me tell you guys this literally happened i mean most of my friends are left leaning so you probably already know this but i think this happened because of you know the manufacturing revolution no the industrial revolution yes and um, people decided i mean the ruling class decided that they could not afford to give like three lunch breaks to the workers during the work day and they also decided that we cannot be having people sleeping while they are working or you know going for a nap so that's how it became like you know you do all of your eating in a one hour span and then you get back to work and also um you do all of your sleeping during an 8 hour span and then you don't take a moment's worth of rest for the other 16 hours so we can literally blame this on capitalism as well i i really hate to say that again but yeah it's it's true i can't i can't help it i literally can't help it so yeah silly little rules are also direct result of capitalism so that's the t um yeah thank you for listening i'm just kidding
um i have more stuff to talk about obviously because i'm the main character um the other type of rules that i have are for like like literally not letting myself nap during the day like that was a thing that my parents would make me do when i was a kid right i think a lot of families would have this like you take like an afternoon siesta or like you know you feed your kids lunch after they're back from school and then the kids you know go straight in for a nap and you know then they wake up and you know they're so excited and happy and as kids we hated sleep but now i would just love to make that a part of my routine i think it's going to be really helpful but um yeah no i just don't i feel so guilty whenever i take naps anymore or like somebody around me is going to make me feel guilty like how are you taking a nap in the middle of the day you know this cuz that's how that's how nature intended it okay nature is healing when i'm taking a nap that's going to be my slogan i'm going to get it tattooed on my body when i'm taking a nap nature is healing that's true babies so um yeah you heard it here first folks yeah like not following these rules would make me a happier person but sadly that's not how my brain works So yeah, the other type of silly little rules I have is when I am anxious about something and then my brain just makes up dumb rules that convince me like okay, if I do this then I will fix this problem. So I think Gayatri sent a message on when I posted that question box on Instagram being like, "Hey guys, let me know what you want me to talk about on this episode." And then she said like my brain will literally do this thing that If you don't do this, 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 you will fail the exam. And oh my god, I thought I was literally the only one. I do the same thing. Like whenever I have like a high anxiety, you know, situation coming up, like an interview or an exam or you know an essay that's due, and I'm going to get my grades back. Also, literally, like for my COVID test as well, I'm so stressed that I'm going to get like a positive result. <laughs> so my brain has been like, if I don't pet my dog eight times on his head right now. my covid test is going to be positive some shit like that guys some shit if i'm climbing down some stairs my brain is going to be like if you don't climb down these stairs at the end of 5 seconds the building is going to fall on you or some shit it's so wild it's so wild if there are like yellow and white stones on a the footpath then my brain is going to be like if you step on the white stones your crush does not like you something like this stuff <laughs> like i'm not even joking like this genuinely this really happens and um i'm so glad that it also happens to gayatri cuz i'm not i mean i'm not glad but like i'm happy to know that all i'm that i'm not alone basically so um that's kind of where my brain is at sometimes yeah i feel like it's just a telltale sign that i'm feeling anxious or stressed about something and i should take it easy i mean i add this take it easy bit you know as a suffix or like you know as a after thought after having been through a lot of these anxiety episodes because i really don't think about taking a chill pill when i'm in the moment i never it just never crosses my mind and you know maybe even if it did i would probably not take my own advice seriously so um that's the thing that my brain does and if i am doing that i'm probably not going to tell anybody that i'm doing that because you know it just makes me sound like a freak not going to lie and then my friend trishti said on the instagram that sometimes my brain will not let me sleep at night if i don't do something dumb like social interaction and oh my god this is also so so true for me i don't know if you guys experience this or if anybody experiences this in the same way that i do but if i don't do you know certain tasks like if i'm not quote unquote productive or i haven't had like you know a good few meals in the day 
or you know i basically just you know taken a chill pill for the entire day my brain will not let me sleep and my brain is going to be like you don't do this today and and you don't deserve to rest because of that so fuck you um that's basically what my brain says i'm sorry to the 35 to 49 year old who's listening to this okay i'm sorry i curse a lot i apologize so it's just like i'm disappointed in myself so i will not let myself have this essential thing that i need i.e. sleep dumb little rule like i'm telling you these rules generally make my life so sad and miserable but i cannot do anything about them like you know last time in my fashion projects episode i was like society tells you this about fashion projects we you know but that's not how it should be and you should like believe in yourself and everything but this time i'm sorry i just do not have a solution honestly like there's no i don't think there is a solution i can give on this podcast without like genuinely sounding like a dumbass but this is a thing it's a problem and if it affects you guys you know let's go to therapy together actually let's not because therapy should be an intimate experience um yeah anyway okay at the same time i feel like living alone really helps sort of challenge these dumb little rules that i make for myself because at the end of the day i feel you know these rules have been inculcated in my brain because of my socialization as a kid you know living with my family and then you know elders in your family teach you certain rules like don't eat pizza on weekdays or don't wear nice clothes if you're not going out for a special occasion or something these are like rules that parents will teach their kids or elders will tell kids and then the kids follow them then i feel like when i'm back home i just indulge in these dumb little rules even more than i would um when i'm living alone because when you're living alone like your actions don't have consequences for anybody else but yourself and that's like a really like that's generally a very liberating thing whereas if you're at home you have to think about and that's a good thing as well like it makes you more responsible person and stuff but you think about how others are going to feel or you know does my action affect somebody else uh when you're having a meal with your family you need to make sure that there's enough left for everybody else right you need to not fucking hog the entire dish that's been made because yeah literally other people have to eat it and when you're alone when i cook meals and i'm alone living alone i mean i make two servings because i'm like i'm going to have this one serving and then i'm going to keep this other serving as a leftover so i don't need to cook tomorrow or day after and you know it can be like a lazy day treat for me and i do not follow that and instead i'm like i am just going to eat two servings of pasta and then i'm sick you know you know there's a reason why these silly little rules maybe exist you know for sometimes they are to protect yourself but you know i challenge that rule that you know i'm going to literally eat two servings of pasta and then i'm sick the next day but you know i did it and i challenged the rule so maybe that's a good thing maybe i should start doing that for like the things that make me or the rules that make me even more miserable yeah another food related slash living alone related rule that i have is that i can't eat leftovers you know it's something obviously that i challenged when i got to live alone because obviously i can't be cooking three meals every single day um so i do have a lot of leftovers but when you're at home your mom is like you know what i want my kids to have fresh food every single day so she says don't eat leftovers and don't eat the kal raat ke chawal or something like that and that's fine you know that's a very pure sentiment i feel but that's definitely like i used to think leftovers were disgusting and you know oh my god the food is getting moldy or something it's really not put it in the microwave you know take a chill pill enjoy your life have those leftovers you know there's a lot of power that leftovers possess and i've really come to appreciate it in my time as a broke college student 
lastly i feel like this penchant for rules sometimes makes me doubt myself because you know this rule is like it's the rules world above all else and if the rule says that i should do this thing then i personally have no agency over you know anything that i could do instead of it for example again a food example am i hungry maybe i am hungry i don't know i just had dinner but another rule a dumb rule is that okay so i am making food and you know there's this recipe that i need to follow and you know i've made this recipe like literally five six times so by this time i've like basically memorized it you know you know i know how to make this thing but i still will not allow myself to not look at the recipe on my phone while making this food even though i'm probably literally reciting the recipe alongside you know i will not let myself do it without assistance from the website because i don't trust myself and the silly little rule says that i can't trust myself with this and i need to use the recipe website makes no sense why do i have to waste the data on my phone by looking at a recipe i already know i have no idea but i do this and then i don't trust myself to make that recipe by myself again and i really need to change that i don't know how but if i figure it out i will let you guys know in another episode update i think that's all for me today I don't know is this a long episode or is this a short episode because I feel like I'm going to edit out a lot. I've currently been recording for like 48 minutes. So that's fun. Thank you guys for listening as always. You're the best. Um thank you to the 45 year old who had to listen to this and had to deal with all of my cursing and stuff. I'm sorry. I mean maybe you're a 45 year old who also curses a lot. I don't know. I I don't judge. Um thank you for listening. Thank you to the people who are living in in three different continents that's mad thank you for listening to this i don't know if i'm going to be able to put this podcast out on friday cuz i'm recording this on a wednesday night and i know i was supposed to record this on a monday or a tuesday but i delayed it cuz i was sleepy but then again i told you guys that i'm not going to take any pressure with this podcast as far as i can manage haha i'm going to release it some point this weekend hopefully um if you're listening to this on a saturday or a sunday that's all you what happened but thank you so much for listening once again this is making my life so much better right now this podcast and talking into the void that is my microphone knowing that you guys are going to listen to this in like 72 hours is time um yeah i love you all and stay safe don't go to goa don't dip your head and your body inside the river for a snan at kumbh mela or some shit just don't and don't talk to yogi that they ask cuz he has covid um yeah guys take a chill pill stay safe hug your pet or something i love you a lot thank you for listening bye good night